Hello and welcome to another episode of Empowerment the Podcast with Monique. I am so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to start our second episode. How exciting. Um, How did you guys find the first one? Like, let me know. Message me on Instagram. Let me know. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know how you felt after listening to the first episode. And I am so thankful and grateful to have all of you here and all of you listening. It is an absolute pleasure. So today's episode is called, I don't want to be a good girl anymore. And I thought a beautiful way to open up this space and open up what I'm about to talk about for the next, however long I go for, um, I would read an excerpt from Empowering Women by Louise Hay. She is honestly the master of all things empowerment and mindset. So I thought it was a really beautiful way to hear someone else's opinion, as well as learning at the same time, and as well as just having a really beautiful introduction, I guess, to the topic that I'm going to be speaking about today. So Louise Hay says, all women, including you and me, have been shamed and blamed since childhood. We have been programmed by our parents and by society to think and behave in a certain way, to be women with all the rules, regulations and frustrations that come with being a woman. Some of us are very content to play to that role. Many of us are not. The reason why I wanted to read that excerpt is because I think it beautifully sums up the influence that our parents and society have on the role of women. And I think it beautifully sums up what I'm about to lead into, which is essentially the role that we as young women and us as children, us as girls, were taught to construe as a child. I think ultimately it's important to preface that disempowerment still occurs for women. Women are still disempowered. And as much as we have progressed and there is so many feminist revolutions and there has been so many movements and there's been so much progress, women are still disempowered and women can still be disempowered. And I think it's important that we preface that because although we've come so far, we've still got a lot to go. And this is why I wanted to talk about the good girl complex So essentially what I believe the good girl complex to be is the way that children, young girls are taught about how to be a good girl. So essentially it is how us as children, us as young women, us as little girls were taught what the appropriate way to be a woman is. So essentially It's when you were told by your parents, superiors, someone older than you, you know, be a good girl. But what exactly did be a good girl mean? What did that entail? And essentially what that entailed was the role that us, when we grow up, we have to play. Actually, not even when we grow up, the role that we have to play our entire lives. So being a good girl, although it sounds like a simple phrase your parents say to you, had a lot deeper and hidden messages within. What I'm trying to get at is that although it was just a little phrase when we were younger, this be a good girl phrase has had severe and detrimental impacts on women as adults and women's level of empowerment. Some examples of the disempowerment that women still face is women in the workplace, the corporate workplace especially. Room temperatures in the office are designed to suit a male's body, not a female's. Women are lagging behind in politics. They're lagging behind in medication. Medical studies only started recently on women's bodies. Back in the day, 
medication was designed to suit that of a man's body, a man's biology. And women were just, oh, it'll be fine for you as well. And not only that, it's the women's role in domestic relationships and the safety of women, the safety of women to walk down the street alone or the safety of women to be in a domestic relationship that does not include abuse. So those are some of the examples of where we can find disempowerment in women still today. And essentially what I'm getting at today is that this disempowerment that we experience now as adults stemmed from us as children. It stemmed from our parents and from society dictating to us what our role had to be, what it entailed, how to play out to be a good girl or how to behave to be a good girl or woman. It all stemmed from the way society and our parents conditioned us to believe that women have to behave and act in a certain way. To make it more personal, I wanted to share a few stories of how this good girl complex has affected me in both my childhood and now adulthood. So I come from a European background and I don't speak for other cultures, but I know that in my European background, it is very much so a man and female traditional roles and traditional trajectory. So essentially the woman had its role and the man has its role and you don't really stray from that role. Um, It's quite different for me to be in a family, be in my family and have such outspoken opinions and kind of reject this good girl complex. Um, So essentially some ways that I remember as a child experiencing this kind of disempowerment would be when I was younger and it would very much be like you know shut your mouth kind of thing like it's not your place to speak here it's not your place to speak back to your anyone older than you and anyone male it's not your place um so essentially that showed up if I ever had anything to say back to my grandparents like my nunu or I had anything to say back to my uncles or my dad it just didn't happen like that was just a no-go zone another way that this showed up was in my household and in my grandparents household when we go for dinner with the family it would only be me and my sister that clean up none of the men not, not my brother none of the males will help clean up that is the female's role and that's what has been ingrained in me as a child and that's just another example of the disempowerment that our parents and our society and our culture can have on us as women and us as adults And so I think through being told that our role is predominantly or my role is predominantly in the kitchen, cleaning up and keeping my mouth shut is where I can see some patterns as an adult that are disempowering. However, because of my self-awareness and because of my empowerment and because of my self-worth, I do not allow those narratives to dictate my life anymore. Um, So I very much so speak up at family functions now and to the point where my male um, relatives like uncles and stuff might have snarky comments to say because they feel disempowered by me being empowered, but they don't like the fact that I am so outspoken. I don't think anyone wants their children to turn out like me and be super outspoken. Um, So it's very much to the point where I'll say what I think and I'll call out toxic masculinity and I'll call out our gender roles within our family and they'll make snarky comments because they can't handle that. And that's though something that I feel empowered doing 
And I think it brings a lot of power to my sister, my family, my aunties, my mum, every all the females in our family. But although I haven't had extreme um, experiences with disempowerment and feel like I've been pretty strong and pretty capable and pretty independent, there has been some severe cases of disempowerment on my mum's generation. So my mum and auntie both have experienced domestic violence and abuse. Um, Specifically, I want to speak to my auntie's story. Um, She was married and she's had two kids with this man. And during her relationship, he attempted murder. He tried to murder her by electrocuting her. Um, she She didn't die. She's fine. But he was very abusive. He cheated on her. It was verbal abuse. It was manipulation. It was emotional abuse. It was physical abuse, all types of abuse. And she is so strong now. She has come out the other side like an absolute champion. And I will have her on the podcast eventually to speak her story and share her story with you. But for the time being, I wanted to speak to this because I believe that her self-worth and what she was brought up believing that women have their roles is partially the reason as to why she would have struggled to find her power within that relationship. Although he is completely fucked and, you know, I'm not blaming her at all, not not one bit, but I think her staying around in that relationship, her continuing that relationship, her allowing certain rules in their relationship to go forth is partially the reason as to why she's disempowered. And that stems from what her parents, my grandparents taught her about the role of women. My auntie was very much told that women cook, clean, they shut their mouth and the man can do what he pleases. And that's why I believe for her, she would have thought that the abuse, the cheating, him dictating all the rules was the norm. And that's what I'm here to change. That's what, that's the narrative I'm here to change. Speaking on that, I did want to read another excerpt of Louise Hay Empowering Women book because I do believe that there is something else that really speaks to this. So she says, It took me a long time to realize that such behavior was not normal. Such behavior is referring to abuse and gender roles. She says, Nor was it what I, as a woman, deserved. As I changed my own inner belief system, my consciousness, I began to create self-worth and self-esteem. And this is where I think and I believe women who are stuck in abusive relationships or women who feel disempowered, I believe that their views on either staying within that relationship or staying in an environment that disempowers them stems from, A, firstly, the beliefs that were ingrained with them, the belief of what construes and what makes up a good girl and a good woman and their level of self-worth and self-esteem. So moreover, if we truly look at the complexity of having beliefs that women have a certain role to play and having limited self-worth and self-esteem, what do you think we're going to attract? We're going to attract people and relationships and environments that say the same narrative that confirm that narrative. So this is where I was getting at about how if perhaps my auntie and mum were raised with different beliefs, you know, believed that women can have a different place in society and had self-esteem and self-worth, then their outer environments would manifest that. 
their outer environments would attract that of equality and attract that of women empowerment and attract that of self-esteem and self-worth. So I believe that because of those beliefs as a child that were ingrained in all of us kids, all of us young girls about how to behave appropriately to make up the role of a good woman and of a good girl. And then that plus limited self-worth and self-belief because we've been told that we are lesser than that of a man plus manifesting that of what's in our internal world into our external world that is where i believe women are stuck in disempowerment environments and situations now i have just spoken quite a bit on domestic and abusive relationships and women's place in like a family household but i did want to mention that there is other ways that this good girl complex might have manifested in your external world and that is inclusive of putting everyone above yourself putting everyone else first that's a simple and quite prominent description and trait of a female who has been told to be a good girl her whole life usually females like that end up people pleasing for validation Um, another uh, manifestation is that women are afraid to be outspoken because they believe that outspokenness is that of equal to undesirable women believe that they won't find love if they're outspoken that they're not going to be attractive to the males and to men if they are outspoken so that's another way you can manifest into our love life into how we show up every day and how we put other people before us all of the time another way that this can manifest into our real lives is through having no standards, no self-respect and no boundaries when it comes to any relationships in your life. That could be inclusive of work relationships, working too hard. That could be inclusive of friendships, allowing your friends to dictate your life, allowing your friends to emotional dump on you, allowing your friends to give you no boundaries. And it's also inclusive of the standards that you set of how people can treat you. If you allow people to mistreat you, that stems from the fact that you don't have any standards with any people in your life. And that also stems from, again, the good girl complex. And finally, another way that this can manifest is through us having a fear of speaking our truths. I feel like disempowerment equals losing our voice, losing our power, right? So I think that Another way that females have been raised is to keep their mouths quiet, to keep their mouths shut, right? And so that is inclusive of being afraid to be outspoken, but also being afraid to speak your truth, telling, you know, letting out your truth, letting your story be told. And simply, if you just don't like something, women can be afraid to say that they don't like something. And again, this all stems from the good girl complex and the levels of self-worth and self-esteem that we have gained after being taught and told how women should behave. So how do we fix this problem? How do we banish the good girl complex? How do we improve our empowerment? And how do we reject disempowerment in all of our relationships? Firstly, I would 100% begin with claiming and accrediting yourself with some self-worth and self-esteem the root of our disempowerment is how we feel about our self-worth if you do not feel worthy if you do not find yourself worthy of greatness of power of empowerment you will not ever find it so 
begin with your self-esteem and your self-worth. You can improve that through affirmations, through journaling, through implementing standards and boundaries in your life, listening to your body, speaking your voice, unblocking and releasing any throat chakra, heart chakra blockages that you might have. There's a lot of ways um, that you can improve your self-worth and that is a mindset game and an emotional game and a spiritual game. So there's many things that you can do in each department, but essentially I would be rewiring your thought patterns, reminding yourself that you are worthy and you are powerful and you don't have to stand for anything that is less of your power. Another way is to as I said, release blockages in your chakras. That's a very spiritual way to do it. And then essentially just give yourself a lot of love, self-care, take it all in, self-love, remind yourself of who you are, what you are worth and make it your priority to set standards and boundaries for yourself, respect yourself, love yourself, increase your self-worth and remember that you do not have to stand for anything less than what you deserve. You do not have to stand for and remain in disempowering environments. Another way that you can work through empowering yourself again, finding self-esteem and rejecting the good girl complex and rejecting environments that disempower you is to work with me. So essentially, I am Monique Amber underscore on Instagram and I am a mindset, spiritual and empowerment coach. And I have some workbooks out. You can um, DM me to find out ways that you can work with me. But essentially, I have a workbook called Unleashing Your Power. And this speaks on the good girl complex and how to tangibly remove it and work through it. Um, So, yes, I am Monique Amber underscore on Instagram. And just DM me if you want any coaching on this. But I am so grateful to have this platform to share this story, to share my stories, to share my family's stories. And I just want to leave you with this. Stop behaving in a way that you think you should be and start behaving like the woman that you are. You are worthy. You are empowered. You are a powerhouse and you can have anything that you desire Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it activated you in a positive way. And I hope that you've reached out if you have any questions and we can continue the conversation much more thoroughly. And I just hope you enjoyed this one. I will see you next week for episode three. Bye.